I want to know in that sweet, sexy voice of yours how it sounded instead of the prefab work that we do Hell to yeah. set up how good this is all the time. Tom yeah, Brown. This is episode 85. <laughs> 15, and we're at 100. Wait, Holy crap. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, this isn't episode 15, Antonio. It's episode 85. No, it's not. You got me. (laughs) I gotcha. Good observation, Will. I am the observation king. Count, you can. I can. Episode 85, uh, Danny is away in... uh, She's in Japan. Japan now. Uh, So whether or not she sent us a voice clip... uh, we will pretend that we heard that and it was really touching. She may, she, yeah, depending on how busy or not she is, we know she's been yeah. playing some stuff. So she's, she might uh, give us something to go to put in like we did with Will when he was on his honeymoon. And, uh, yee yee. And if not, that's cool too. She's Because uh, we miss her. We know you miss her and we want to hear from her. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it's been, uh, it's been a bit of a week. A lot has occurred. Um, I know there's a good amount of news today and I know... Uh, that uh, Antonio has been playing some new PSVR games, so I'm kind of interested about that. So, yeah, what have you guys been? Uh, what have you guys been playing? Tony, you want to start today? Yeah, why not? Uh, so let's see. Um, last week uh, in the cast, I said I picked up Stardew Valley for Switch. Yeah, I am 33 hours in. <laughs> no way, dude! Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I wow. just a I, lot of time to play. Are you are you in winter? In Where week. are you? I am on the third or fourth day of spring in year two. Oh my god. That's like borderline intervention levels, dude. That's a lot of days. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of days. <laughs> um there's twenty eight days in every season. I know. That's a lot of days. Okay. I, I powered through winter because it was rough. R- winter is rough. Um, like nothing to what do, what do you winter. like a serious question? In a game that is about farming, mm-hmm. what do you do during the winter months when you obviously can't farm? So here's my problem. So I needed to buy a silo. And when I went to the carpenter shop, I, the only thing that I saw available <laughs> to buy was the coop, yeah. chicken coop. Because didn't... I, didn't, I didn't see the little arrows underneath it that let me <laughs> switch between buildings. Yep. So for two whole seasons, spring and fall... Yep. I was like, when am I going to be able to buy this goddamn silo so I can cut all this beautiful grass and turn it into hay that I didn't touch? Mm-hmm. And then the like two, like two the day before uh, winter, I was like, son of a bitch, there's arrows here. And I could have bought the silo the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, well, at this point, by the time my silo is built, it's going to be winter. And I was like, maybe, just maybe, the grass won't die right away. So the next day nope. turns into winter and all the grass was fucking dead. And I was yep. like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> everything was dead. All of it. Yeah. Winter so, tends to just wreck everything. So in the winter, um, I didn't, I couldn't plan anything, obviously. I, I, heard, I know there's a greenhouse, but I'm not able, I don't know how or if or when I'll be able to repair that. So fortunately, uh, Robin's husband, uh, Demetrius, I think his name Demetrius. is. Demetrius. Yeah, whatever. Demetrius, yeah, yeah. he um, decided to use the cave that I have on my property. And I was like, hey, how about you grow mushrooms here? So mushrooms were the only thing I was harvesting on yeah. top of everything I was foraging. So winter's goal was to save up as much money as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of upgrading of 
weapons in uh, through mining. So I did a lot oh, right. of mining. Because you that's like a whole on like dungeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mechanic, right? So yeah, so I am on floor seventy five. Holy crap! Well, the thing. So here's the thing. I didn't mine everything on all the floors. Like no, I've just yeah, been trying. Be I've just been trying to drill down, and then I'll go through them later. Well, they respawn anyway, so you're good. Oh, so yeah, I'm on floor seventy five, year two, thirty three hours in, and I'm kind of blown away because I did not think I would take to this game. It's so good at, at all. I know. And uh, oddly enough, my wife, who you know. If, if you're new to the cash, uh, she's not a gamer, um, mm-hmm. which shout out to Charles. Uh, he is one of our newest fans. Um, he likes our cast and he Who's said, I have Charles? an interesting, he is someone I work with. Oh, oh cool. Hey, Charlie. Hello, Charles. Uh, not Charlie. It's Charles. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> oh God. You're going to be one of those assholes. Aren't <laughs> he you? is. He is. Anyway. I do that to my wife all the time. <laughs> i'm not even gonna go there so because her name's also charlie yeah i I know (laughs) uh anyway (laughs) you idiots go ahead (laughs) you're such an ass um was oh yeah so she was she was watching me play and i was gonna switch over to you know handheld mode and have her take the tv over and she's like no actually i really i like watching you play this and i was like what Mm-hmm. she's like yeah it's, it's neat to watch you play she's like i think because you're building stuff and stuff like that so like i would stumble upon something and we would try and figure it out together and stuff like that it was actually pretty cool um but anyway she really wants to play and unfortunately multiplayer isn't available yet um i it's thought about picking soon it's coming right? soon i thought about picking it up on steam but i don't want to start all over again plus the multiplayer is not there yet either so i was like maybe I pull a Danny and get a second Switch for one game, and then I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's a lot. So she actually started playing uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf on my 2DS. Oh, yeah. Um, So it's funny because now she calls it her game. (laughs) So, like, I'll be Oh, is she playing the same town as you? No. Well, she did at first, and I was like, well, this isn't any fun because you're not the mayor, so you can't make any of the great decisions. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my version on the on the game card, right. and then I, I it was twenty bucks, so I bought it digital so she could play her own because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to wipe out my save. Um, so like I'll get home and we'll have that's dinner. Kinda, that's kind of interesting. You can like have the same game digital and slam a card in, and it loads a different save if you load mm-hmm. the different. Yeah, because the save because on, on the 3DS, the Switch oh. saves are stored on the cartridge. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna have her play Stardew on uh, on because I have three accounts on my Switch. Yeah, um, but she just only, she only wants to play with me, so I was like, all right, well maybe later on it'll, it'll be, be available. Think of something. Her, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, um, so she's actually been getting into Animal Crossing and she's liking it, so that's cool. Nice. Um, I mean, it's a solid game. It's hard to it's hard to beat Animal Crossing sometimes. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, really taken back and in love with stardew mm-hmm. i feel like there's so much i still don't know which is exciting um yeah I, I, like i said 30 I, hours dude the game is so dude, long there's still there's so dude, much I, I still don't know the relationships how to, you build with people listen, i still don't know how to activate the mine carts that are all over the place i still don't know how i can take the bus there's yeah. a train that yeah. passes through the city now and I, the town and i have no idea what the train's about yeah, there's like uh, a whole desert area too. Yeah, I, I unlocked the. Yeah, I heard that, and I unlocked this. Don't tell me anything else. Okay. And I unlocked <laughs> this um, this part of the woods that has this like 
shrine and I have to give him the specific berry, but I have to find and grill that berry and I have no idea what the shrine will give me. Oh, I just got a bouquet uh, and I am on about oh. to ask Abigail to be my wife. Are you going to go with Abigail? Yeah, I was, I was flirting with Leah. Choice. I was flirting with Leah and I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And then I found this little punk girl who's like yeah. in the games and I was like, oh, hey, Abigail. Do, do the relationships in that game... Is there like any perk or advantage to based like like choosing who you marry? Like like if you marry Abigail, yeah. do you get something specific versus marrying? I was kind. I was I was kind of. I was Abigail, and you get was, weird hair colored. I mean, I was kind of. I was kind of hoping since I was sleeping with uh, and marrying <laughs> Abigail <laughs> that Pierre, her father, who runs the the general store, would give, would give you me some discounts. kind of discounts. <laughs> i don't think that's how that works but definitely find so. out and let like, me know like family discount you might know. get a family discount you know i don't think so i don't think so give me that What's friends up, and family he's like you pay double now <laughs> that would that would piss me off i'll be like y'all just go to jojo mart uh yeah but jojo mart's jojo mart's the worst you know that yeah they're, they're pieces of that. shit they're fucking crooks i hate them with a burning passion yeah and i don't they, understand they why like uh, it's they did a really good job writing that manager. It's just like a shit eating grin. Yeah, he's, a, he's just an asshole. He yeah. is. I hate him. Anyway, uh, totally digging that. Uh, mm. What else have I played? I played. You played some today. Uh, I played. Well, hold on. Yeah, I played another stage of um, Mario Rabbids. Um, I put that down recently. I, I I I put it down for a while too because it it just got too hard and you have to grind and I don't feel like doing that. It's really it's really a grindy game. Uh, yeah, it's um, good, um, and it's good to bring with you. But I think at a certain point you're kind of like, uh, okay, now I'll put this down for a little bit. Yeah, the the game that you guys have been wondering about. So uh, for those of you listening, you have until the seventeenth. Uh, which I don't know what day that'll be when this cast goes up. Oh, it might be over by then. What's no, today? Today's fourteenth, so they'd have okay. Uh, so you have two Tuesday. days by the time this goes up. You have till Tuesday. There's a one year anniversary sale for PlayStation VR, and there's a whole ton of games with big discounts. I picked up Drive Club VR for six bucks, and then I picked up this other game I was interested in called Archangel, which oh, yeah. is a mech, which is a mech game. Uh, and I think it was originally forty bucks when it launched. Uh, but that was on PC, not on PSVR. Then it uh, it goes for thirty. I picked it up for around twenty or seventeen, something like that. Oh. Um, I really liked it. It's uh, think uh, think about being in a mech in like Pacific Rim. Um, it's kind of like that. That's kind of badass. It's pretty cool. It's a six-story uh, mech. You have two guns on each arm. Um, and then you actually end up getting four, so two on each arm in total you can switch between. Um, and the gameplay itself, like the movement, isn't free turn. Uh, you It is on rails. So kind of like think of like maybe House of the Dead or one of those so arcade every games. every other VR experience. It's pulling you forward. Yeah, not every other VR experience, but that one is pulling you forward, yeah. Right. Um, which I actually didn't mind. Um, you know, you look around, uh, you've, I, I, you can use the DualShock 4. I didn't use that, so I don't know how the controls are. I use the two move controllers to control each arm, um, which I found to be really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, it took me three hours in total to beat it on easy. I played on normal last night and about midway. What? So that, that retails for 40 bucks. What? No, it did. Now it's down to 30. 
Not not because of the sale price. Like that is the now. That's like, the going price. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Still thirty bucks for a three hour experience. Well, seems, I mean, I if it's a it. really good thirty. If it's I thought really it was good three hours. Yeah, experience. I, I really, I mean, like I said, I paid twenty. I really I enjoyed paid it. Friggin' garbage amounts of money to go to the movies for a two-hour experience. I mean, I, yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I played sixty dollars for Destiny Two, and I kind of regret it because I have no need to want to go back to it, and I bought it digital. Uh, yeah, I feel so bad like for you idiot. guys, dudes. I know, such an idiot. We anyway, learn, here's uh, the thing, though. We learn about these, you know. Like, I always look at it, even when I bought. Um, What's that stupid game that nobody's playing anymore that no I deleted Sky? it from my brain? Yeah, No Man's Sky. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I kept it when we went through the whole everyone could return it for $60, get all your money back even after purchase. I kept it because I was like, I'm going to eat that, and that's going to be a lesson to me about pre-ordering. I'm waiting for yeah. reviews. Yeah. I mean, I guess here's the way I look at it. Like, I'd rather spend what may seem like a little more money on an experience mm. in a game that I really enjoy versus all the times that I've spent money on a game and I, and I like I lose interest or stop playing and I'm you know yeah I don't know um, I agree you got a point there's definitely some novelty aspect to it again because it is in VR um would you know you've got those what people call VR goggles so just because it's in VR you overlook some things like yeah the environments were a little drab here and there and they're not the best special effects the voice acting was actually really good I was really surprised by the level of voice acting. I, yeah, I was watching it through a little bit in uh, in your stream today, and it, it was pretty um, I wouldn't mind more of it. Like I would, I would like some more modes or maybe another game. Um, there, I like I said, I played it on easy. There's a whole bunch of upgrades you can unlock. There's a easy, normal, and hard. Hmm. So I mean, there's definitely re- replayability there. Um, I will say though, sitting for three hours, I should have sat in a chair and said I was sitting on my ottoman. Yeah. So sitting for three hours straight, trying to keep my back <laughs> straight was kind of like, uh That seems like a pain. Um, but I, I have to say, I really, I really enjoyed it as far as VR experiences go. The boss fight at the end was really cool. Um, you want to talk about like a really great sense of scale? Um, I mean, this boss was just towering over me out in the open. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was wild. It was like an arcade first-person mech game. The cool. It reminded me. It reminded me of. Uh, I don't know if you ever played Titanfall, but when you're in the yeah. Titans, yeah, it's very much like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, your yeah. Titan is piloting instead Except of you. Are. Else, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, hmm. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed that by Skydance Interactive. I'd never heard of them. When I was streaming, uh, Tris looked him up, and I guess it's from people. They have credits on, what'd you say, like Gears, <clears throat> Borderlands? Uh, XCOM 2, uh, Gears of War 4, and Borderlands 2. They all have they have credits on. I don't know what they did, but their site says they have credits on those games. Yeah. As well as they made that sorcery game for the PS Move on PlayStation 3. That's kind oh, of cool. PS Move. Gotcha. Yeah. When you were talking about a sorcery game, I didn't know what you were talking about. And then uh, okay yeah I no it's like a it's like a big fable ripoff basically yeah Except yeah like I remember cast all the no, spells I, I remember your, that yeah it wasn't yeah. very good yeah um but yeah I mean that was that was really enjoyable uh the only thing that bummed me out is not about that but about Drive Club is I kind of wish that I could unlock all the games mm-hmm. not all the games all the cars mm-hmm. um or at least in, they have an option called cruise mode where there's no race like rules you just kind of drive around. 
and I wanted to check that out, but and I was kind of hoping maybe all the cards would unlock for that, but they don't. So, I mean, six bucks though. Maybe I'll play it here and there. Right. Uh, I picked up. <laughs> I picked up Res Infinite too, um, but I'm kind of VR'd out for the day. Oh, okay, you haven't played it yet. You don't know what it's about. I played the demo. Res, did you ever play Res on Dreamcast? Uh, yeah, no, I did not. It's it, that's uh, the it's, game that they remade for Connect that I couldn't remember the other day. Yeah, I guess they made it for Connect. Anyway, it's yeah. one of the best received and critically acclaimed PSVR titles, still. Um, so I, I picked it up. That was like fifteen. Solid choices. That's cool. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick up Star Blood Arena for ten, but uh, I was like, that? I don't want to. It's basically think people have equated it to Overwatch in VR. It's the one where you're piloting ships, uh, and there's all these exaggerated characters. It's kind of got a cartoony style. It's a multiplayer game, multiplayer shooter, with a couple of different modes. I can dig it. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good, but let, I mean, you know, I'm not big into the multiplayer things. Right. Um, and I was like, I really don't feel like spending sixty bucks on a couple games, so I ended up spending like forty five, even though I saved like thirty five. So can't complain there. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's what I was playing. So those those couple things. I might do Ooh. a review for Archangel. I think I want to get some more PSVR stuff up there. That'd probably be worth doing. I would I would read that. Yeah, I yeah. recommend it. What uh, What are you been playing? Well, yo, uh, I've been playing almost all day today. Subnautica. Um, I intended to kind of just pop back in and see how my world was doing and see if any changes had been implemented. And then I discovered that there were a whole bunch of changes implemented. And there's a new graphics update. And there's a way more uh, background now with like the Degasi survivors, which is the ship that went down before your ship. Um, for those of you new to the cast, you should go by Subnautica. <laughs> I've I recommended this. Uh, every time I bring up Subnautica, I talk about how good it is. It's still in alpha. They are continuing to release data. It is so much better. The game is almost complete uh, insofar as I'm concerned. It's a standalone and it's ready to be played. Uh, there are some pop-in issues still, but it's not bad. And if you're playing on a Windows machine, it's great. Um, I recommend it on PC over console. Long story short... I played it today and discovered that there's way more backstory about the bacteria that you're infected with. And it's not a spoiler. You are going to get infected the second you get into the water because you have to eat a fish and there's a bacteria in the planet. It's quarantined. Anyway, long story short, there's so much in that game. It's always so good. Uh, The new patch is badass. I highly recommend it, uh, Tony, if you haven't played it yet since they implemented a whole bunch of stuff. That's exciting. Uh, I think I, I think the next thing I'm going to play is uh, you guys yeah. talked me into playing Terran through Sunshine. You should play Sunshine again. That's such a yeah. great game. Well, I never I should it. So. Really? No. I mean, no. Part of me is screaming at you like you got to beat Sunshine, but on the other hand, I don't know that it's worth tossing another 800 hours into Mario that way when you're going to have another Mario game coming out soon. Uh, I don't think but, it's going to be 800 hours. Well. Mario Sunshine can be a pain in the rear end, dude. Sometimes it's yeah, a great there, game. But there are some very frustrating missions, and there game. are some I'm, really I'm, struggle. Right now, plus. I was on the one with the giant squid, where you have to like clean up the level as that it goes through it or something. Such a pain in the dick. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I, I remember I was playing it. And I'm like, this is a pain in the ass, and that's yeah. when I stopped. Yeah, that, so, that I think that mission gets a lot of people. I'm gonna see if I can that water world chug through it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go anyway. back and play one of the ghost boo levels. Those are fun. 
It was really good. I just I just want Odyssey. Odyssey's going to be really good. Maybe we can get it to be uh, released early if we go visit our super secret video games in New York store. Wow, way to call them out. <laughs> I didn't call anybody out unless you say the name. Anyway, I've also been playing Alien Isolation. Um, I just hinted at it. Alien Isolation uh, is on sale, and uh, lamentably, by the time this podcast comes out, it's not going to be on sale, but it was on sale uh, on Humble Bundle for like 10 bucks. So hopefully you took advantage of this. Um, I recommend signing up for Humble Bundle stuff, but don't like pay for the monthly if you don't want to do that. Anyway. Do you pay for the monthly? I don't. I just go to the store, and they give me right. emails every once in a while. But the emails are great, because then I can see that there's shit on sale that I want, and I buy it. Right. Um, all the DLC was on sale for 10 bucks with the game for PC, so I picked it up. I've actually also bought it and the DLC full price for Xbox and played all of it. So this is the second time buying the game. And it's a different experience on PC, maybe because I haven't played it in a while, but I'm really close to the monitor, and I have a nice big monitor, so I'm kind of you know, getting the crap scared out of me again. But all the DLC is out, and it's fantastic. So I've been playing um, the Lone Survivor and the new DLC called The Trigger, which I didn't play before, um, and the original... Um, game that you can play where you are Ellen Ripley from the movie and you're playing the original flush out of the alien from the ship. Right. It's, it's just, it's just badass, And I'm kind of getting into the mood of, of Halloween, but is it alien is such is it, a good is game. It, so wait, that DLC you, you play as Ripley. Yeah. One of the is DLCs it? you play, you're Ellen Ripley and you're on the Nostromo and it's right after the alien has gone into full xenomorph mode and pulled the first victim into the air ducts. Is it voiced yeah. by Sigourney Weaver? It is, Whoa. and the original cast. Whoa. Dude, the 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 game, Alien Isolation, and this DLC in particular is the best game knockoff of a movie I have ever played. Is that DLC ever. for sale on its own, or is it like only in a bundle? I don't know, but Humble Bundle has all of it together for 10 bucks. and if I can convince you to spend $10 on anything, I already, I'm telling you should buy this. I already own the base game, though. Oh, yeah, then you can buy a DLC standalone on Humble Bundle. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're listing them all for like 99 cents. Hmm. Go buy that. I'm gonna do that. Go buy that. It's really good. Uh, buy all of them, because they're fantastic. Anyway, yeah. long story short, you should get that. And I'm playing it, but the voice actors are legit, and they're deciding, they're like, but who's going to go in the vents and flush it out? And then that's the character selection screen, mm. and you're like looking around at everybody sweating at the table like, I don't want to go in this friggin' vent. Yeah. It's one amazing. Of my, one of my favorite things about that game is just how true to the era of Alien. It's so good. It. You know, like, they didn't, they don't like, okay, like, they don't make it updated to look like the future like it's no still... it feels og it oh feels yeah like it's, it's very floppy disks to save and the monitors are all crt yeah. lcd monitors you're with, like with early mono, 90s tech dude monotone well, yeah, it's, great. It's, it's so it, authentic it just yeah it just captures like that that 80s Horror. sci-fi era so well for a video game i was surprised they do so much with music in that game and maybe mm -hmm. it's the fact that i'm playing in really nice headphones now but <laughs> right. I am instead of those ones pants. that were all that, taped yeah, together. Dude, good oh sound, God. good sound. Like if you play Outlast on PC versus, I'm assuming when you play oh it on God, Xbox, yeah. you, the, just different. the sound and music that close to your head is is so so different experience. It's, it's unbelievably heart pounding. I've I've been playing it so I can get in the move of Halloween. But I think maybe when you guys come over, if we do a, a Halloween town time, which I think we should, 
still. Um, yeah. We can play through some of the DLC missions and just see how far we can get. We can stream it if you guys want to. Anyway, it should be fun. So play Alien Isolation, get that DLC. Everybody should buy it. It's full price on Humble Bundle and Steam for like 40 bucks. And if you haven't played this game and you're interested in a spoopy game like that and you like the Alien thing at all, it's worth $40. For all of it, it's worth $40. No hand, no question. But if you can get it for 10 get it for 10 Anyway, also been playing Stardew Valley on Switch. Super good. Uh, I am nowhere near as close as you are, Antonio, <laughs> to 33 hours. I'm probably at like 10 or 15. Um, 33? Like, I just, I even, just have a lot on my plate. That's like every <laughs> every minute of downtime, every meal, every poop. Well, you bring it to work, don't you? Yeah. You play it over breaks at work. I don't do that. I don't bring my Switch to work. And on my commute, which is an hour each way. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I play... Does. That's fair. That'll rack up. That's fair. So that's ten. So that's ten hours, and then um, plus an hour or two at work. <laughs> plus some time at night, sometimes or like that's true. Uh, That'll rack the up. The one day I played for like eight hours, yeah. and Erica was watching TV because you know it's handout, so I was just playing on that, and she was watching TV and a movie and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it, it adds up. It does. I've been I playing. Mean, is this- better stuff i could do with 33 hours probably but i mean you know, i mean yeah, everyone we can also, say that we also run a game site so you could argue that it's work research <laughs> if yes, you must yes yeah yeah anyway um i've been playing metroid samus returns still and if you're paying attention from last episode i was telling you guys that i'm stuck on that stupid drillbot boss uh i just literally before this cast beat that drillbot boss because i figured out how to how to kill it congratulations uh thank you and it's a pain in the rear because the final section you're basically trying to drop grenades into its gaping maw but you have to be really close to the gaping maw and then jump away from it so you don't get sucked into it and you don't get any health drops so it's just it's just a pain in the it's just a pain in the d anyway i finally beat it uh and i'm excited about that yeah well I've also nice. been playing Overwatch Halloween Town is out. The new um, the new patch Halloween mode is up. <sighs> I booted that up and opened the Halloween crate they gave me and didn't get mm-hmm. jack shit, so I turned it off. Ugh, it's such a shame. But did you know that you can go back and purchase with your loot gold any historical outfit for Halloween costumes? So I want to I want to touch. I bought the Witch Mercy outfit. Oh, you didn't have that yet? Nope. So that's the first thing I did. I was like, well, shit, yeah, I've got 2,000 credits. I'm going to spend that on Mercy. Yeah. I want to so touch on this later in, the, later in the cast, maybe yeah. after we're done the news, like the the whole loot box thing that's been going on. We'll talk about it We later. do. Yeah, I think I we should wanna, talk about that. I don't want to derail. That. No, no, no. And I, I agree. But I'm, I'm interested. I definitely bring it back up because I, I want to talk about it. And I think that there that is a big good topic for today i have opinions yeah well, i'm interested news. as as you guys are players who play overwatch a lot and i'm yeah. not you know i want to i want to get some i want to talk about it that is all i've been playing for uh for this week so i'll toss it over to Driss. what you've been playing oh boy what have i been playing that's a loaded question um i haven't really played a whole lot of switch stuff this week um i played a little golf story it's still good. I think my my desire for it is kind of winding down a little bit. Um, what uh, what course are you on? I just got to the beach one. Yeah, I'm whatever the one after that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's fun. Um, it's kind of a lot of the same, though. 
that's the thing. It's like the the, the writing in the story it's is a little good. repetitive. Yeah, it's just it, even the golf mechanics are really good. It's just the things that they ask you to do get repetitive. You know, like it's it's golf quests, um, and that's cool. It just it gets a little old after a while. Yeah, I think so. I'm kind of taking a break, and you know, like as opposed, to, you know, it's it's very much like an RPG, but I don't think the story is compelling enough on its own to keep me going. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. a fair point you got. I also think part of it too is you and I are itching to play. I know I know Will's excited, but you and I are really, really itching to play Mario Odyssey soon. Yeah. So it's just like we. I think part of our problem, because I've been doing the same thing, is we just keep thinking about how we're going to get lost in this game, yeah. and it's not here. And right now we're kind of fixated on that, and that's just mm-hmm. what we want. That is, I, I do want that game. Very much. I'm very uh, eagerly anticipating that game's coming out, and I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, I've also been playing uh, a bunch of the SNES Classic still. Which Um, games? A a lot of Earthbound. I started Earthbound, because Earthbound is one of those games that, like, kind of, like, linked to the past. doesn't matter how many times I play it, I can get lost in it. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's that good. Right. Um, and Star Fox 2. Which Nice. Um, what do you think of it? Yeah, I like it. It's it's I'll, hard to it's hard to control. If you're a noob. Come on. No, it's I'm talking about it's, it's, in, in the first person mode, yeah. like with, with the with the D pad. Yeah, pretty much so like that's the thing. It's, it's, and like ten frames a second. I'm glad <laughs> it's there. It's a very good showpiece for what the SNES was capable of, and the fact that they could make something like that on the SNES is kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um it, it is world smoother than the first Star Fox. Uh and and the the formula and layout is is so much different than the first Star Fox that it's it's it does stand on its own two legs. Uh, that said, I I can understand why they never released it. Uh, yeah, especially with because once sixty four dropped, especially with the sixty four on the horizon at that point, and sixty Star Fox sixty four would have been a much superior thing. But mm-hmm. it is very unique and like it, like the the way it's set up, it's like it's a over map an overworld map that you can kind of fly around on with your little spaceship. Right. And it's like kind of like a space invaders type thing where things are constantly trying to attack Corneria or the other planets that you're in control of. And you need to fly your ship around. And when you meet up with them on the overworld, it launches into like an actual mission. And so you're, you're doing that and trying to defend these places. Um, and it's, it's, it's really fun and, unique take on that like i don't think any other star fox has done anything like that except for like star fox commanded some kind of stuff like that but not not quite um right but it's i think you would like it will as someone who appreciates like elite you know like the the whole first person space combat thing is is really fun and like tony said it it is hard to control until you get used to it um but it's cool it's i'm glad it's there um if we do a if we do a get together, maybe you can uh, yeah bring it over yeah. Uh, and then I actually I don't know if I'm willing to say that. Well, yeah, whatever. I <laughs> I, I did what everybody else is doing with their SNES Classic, and I hacked it and put my own games on it. Yep. Um, so I've been playing a bunch of Zombies Ate My Neighbors because that's one <laughs> of my favorite Super Nintendo games ever. 
And that was actually way easier to do. It was like unfortunately easy because, you know, it's so easy that everybody's going to do it. <laughs> yep. And it really kind way of showcases, it really kind of showcases Nintendo slip up and not being more secure about that. Yeah, but I don't know if they care honestly. Yeah, they made, like, they, I, made I, their, I, they made their. I really part. don't think they care. No. They're making their money. That's all they care about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. so a lot of the SNES Classic, I just love holding that controller in my hand. It feels so good. Oh, and uh, played uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. Oh yeah, dude! For, like, I was playing that with hours you too. yesterday. Yee. With some friends. Yeah, I tried to get Will on, but he was. Doing I had I had some weird date night stuff. I was doing date night, yeah. Wife responsibilities. Hey, look, man, you got always got to date your wife. It's yeah, I understand. Um, that game's really good. It's my wife is giving me a thumbs up right now. She I th- <laughs> I think it is a lot more accessible than PUBG. Yeah. Um, not even just the like the fact that it's free to play, just the mechanics in it. Uh, it's easier to grasp. It's easier to control. I would agree. I picked it up. But it's really fun. Uh, just nothing, nothing quite. It's it's one of those experiences where, when you do well, you want to keep doing well, and that kind of fuels you to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to Overwatch in that. In that similar, respect. yeah, very similar, yeah, yeah. Especially when you have like a, a group of people that you like to play with, true, you know, just like Overwatch. Um, so that's that's a really fun game. They they updated it. I don't, they if you had been playing it before, they, it didn't previously have stat tracking, and it is now update to include stat tracking. So it tracks your kills and wins and stuff like that, which doesn't seem very accurate because it seems way off of the count that I actually have. So I don't know I don't know what's going on there, but um, it's fun. I would recommend it to anybody because it's available basically everywhere: PS4, Xbox three, Xbox One, PC. It's it's everywhere. And it's free to play, so Dope. there's no reason not to play it. Um, and I have also been playing Cuphead. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Tell me about here. the Cuphead. I hear it's br- it's brutal, isn't it? That's why I didn't pick it up. It yeah, it I don't sounds... know that you would like it, Tony, because I don't think is, I would. It is. Uh, I threw my controller this morning for probably the first time in a decade. Really? See, I, see I, that's what I want to avoid. I'm mm-hmm. over that kind of experience anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, uh, it's not difficult in an unfair way, though. It is difficult in a yeah. you know when you you, you know kind of like how I am in love with Spelunky because everything feels so well designed and so in your control. Um, when you when you screw up in Cuphead, it is your fault. It is a hundred percent your fault. So it's really, it's a really good feeling to go through those gate, go through the game and progress. Like when you progress, you're like, hell yeah, I did that. That's because of me. Um, right. It, it, it's not your typical run and gun style, like Contra type shooter. Mm. Um, you know, it's there are some some levels where it kind of scrolls along a plane and you're platforming and shooting stuff. There right. are a few levels like that, but for the most part, all of the levels are kind of like a bush, boss rush mode where you, you go into level and it's just the boss. That's all it is. And the boss is just extremely difficult. I thought that was the intention initially is just to have a boss. Intentionally, crusher. it was designed to be like a very Contra, Gunstar Heroes, Mega Man type thing. Yeah. But the feedback that they got were like, no, we want to see more of this. They kind of 
we're like, okay, well, then that's why it's got delayed so long, I think. Right. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know, I, I feel like I should stream it, because I just can't put my finger, like, even though I said it's infuriating and I threw my controller, it's intriguing, and I don't know why. Because yeah. it's it's not doing a whole lot that other games don't, ex- aside from the art style, which is beautiful. Like they, the art, the art style looks. They amazing. nailed that whole nineteen thirties. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, the, the they they nailed that whole style, and the sound is perfect. It sounds just like from that era, you know, like scratched out, dirty it's voice amazing. samples and kind of like the staticky film reel sound that you I don't, hear and I haven't seen a game that has thrown me back so far into my childhood ever. Yeah, it's they they nailed that and it's just Yeah, I I think the thing that keeps me going back to it is just as I progress I I know it's because I'm getting better and that feels really good. And I think that's why that people probably go to that game. Yep. Um True. But Similar that's a Dark Souls it is, except it's less it's less horrifying to be in. It's so hard though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all I've been playing though. Dope dude. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. I'm really jealous. I do want to play Cuphead at one point, but I'm kind of, I think I might want to experience it with you. Like play. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how that game differs in two P co-op. Versus one P. Oh wait, there's gonna be. I think I knew that. I forgot. Yeah, there's, there's multiplayer. There's, it, it, yeah, there's, there's gonna co-op. be. So you you play as Cuphead and your companion Mug. plays as Mugman. Mugman. Cuphead oh, nice. and Mugman together Cup- at last. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and that's another. Yeah, the, the like old timey announcer is so good. So good. The shopkeep <laughs> is this like grungy dirty porky pig type guy, and he has yeah. this like dirty washed out. Buying? Yeah, exactly like that, and it's. That's it's awesome. so they just yeah they just capture that game so well i love it um yeah it's i love like, that game dude it's like a looney tune it's like a original hanna barbera yeah n- not even hanna barbera like you know that like that. old walt disney steamboat willie yeah 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 technicolor type shit um i was actually looking at these uh on twitter this this person was going off on this tangent about how all the level design was and all of the atmosphere and uh, and environments were ripped off from uh, the Shantae games. And I was like, nope. no, I'm pretty sure the Shantae games just drew inspiration from that old animation style. Yeah. Because that's exactly what they are. That is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. man. I, I, uh, I'm digging that game. So That's cool. I let's, think it, um, let's schedule I, some time. I'll play with you. We'll it's sad that that's like the go-to oh, you've got on xbox that's the go-to title for xbone right now it is you, know, you have forza 7 which is apparently plagued with microtransactions to like an unforgivable amount well i'm but, not gonna play it anyway but that's yeah. good to know to two reasons to avoid it yeah uh yeah but that's all i've been playing microtransactions is the topic Just of show today kind of like antonio there. said i'm i'm kind of biding well, yeah, my time questions. waiting for yeah mario at this point I think everybody, a lot of people yeah. are doing that. that. That Mario game looks so... I'm, I'm kind of worried. When Mario comes out, I want to play all the stuff I've been playing. <laughs> I don't want... Like, they keep dropping badass titles, and I keep buying them. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody once suggested Gamefly, and I think the main reason that I didn't ultimately decide to go with it is that they're not anywhere near fast enough to satisfy my craving for new titles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they just They just can't keep up with the need that I have for new stuff. 
Right. Anyway. Well, let's go to the news. All right. Let's see here. It feels <clears> like it was kind of a light week for news. It was, yeah. but we've got a lot to talk about with the big news that dropped. Uh, in the world of PlayStation, Epic shared that since launch, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode, which is the free game mode, oh, well, free game, has seen over 10 million players on PS4 within the past two weeks. And that's why PUBG is, uh, or Bluehole is upset, because they, yeah. don't, they don't want, but they have no reason to be upset, because PUBG also reached 2 million congruent users this week. Yes, they did. Which is an, an yep. ungodly amount of people playing the same game at the same time. I want to be able to say, you blew it hole but you didn't no it's like share the wealth okay. you're, you're doing just fine blue hole doing, don't don't right. worry about it especially because their game's paid for yeah it's yeah just, yeah just the whole thing there's like why is competition is good it's going to drive your dev team and their dev team to try and make a better product and that's just yeah. good for the consumer so totally yeah. agree chill out blue hole um chill well, out blue hole. the next piece of info i had was about the psvr sale so definitely <laughs> go grab that um is the, when is that out till Tuesday. You know? the is there is there any so you got one day plus day. is there any like spotlight promotion for the hardware itself because of the anniversary right now or you, you is that just titles? Like, like just if titles. I went in if I went into like Best Buy to to look for a PSVR because it's not a year that, old, but there not be that anything? I know of. Okay, mm. I mean I know it includes the headset. I mean not the headset, the uh, the camera now. Is that is that redesigned out in stores now? Uh, no, I heard that'll be hitting Japan first in the next couple weeks. So here by Christmas then, okay. The holiday season yeah. uh, by holiday, that, I imagine that makes yeah. sense. That does follow. Okay. Um, I don't have any Xbox news, so I don't know if you guys do. Uh, uh, I always feel bad because like <laughs> they, they just don't have they don't have anything not, going on. That they're I not find. really doing very Fable, much. Right Fable now. anniversary is backwards compatible now, which I've been waiting for like three years for that to happen. So yeah, well, there you go. You can buy an Xbox 360 yeah. game to play on your next-gen, yeah. current-gen system. phenomenal. Phenomenal. I got Nintendo news, though. Let's I do got that. quite a bit of Nintendo news because they've been on fire this year. Yes, dude, they have. After the lackluster sales of Chicken Wiggle on 3DS, Atui CEO Jules Watson announced he's releasing a Mutant Muds collection for Switch. Hey-o. And that the What's... indie scene has you know shifted from 3DS to Switch, which... What's Mutant yeah. Muds? We kind of knew. Yeah. Mute, dude, Mutant Muds is this dope-ass platformer. Especially um, on 3DS. Especially, it, 3D it does effect. this. Yeah, it does this really cool, like, background-foreground thing where your character can jump between planes. Uh, and it, on the 3DS, it looks really awesome because of the 3D effect. I'm not sure how well that'll translate to the Switch, but I am interested in it. But it's a really challenging and quick-paced... Um, Platformer. Platformer. Yeah. Platforming shooter. Uh, it looks... Uh, I think I played it on PS4 or PS Vita. I, I got mean, it the, the on the... gameplay is still there. Back when the um, 3DS Humble the 3D Bundle effect. thing was on there, I got it mm -hmm. then, and it's it's really good. Super, super good. Yeah. Um, is there um, a release date for that yet? That's a good question. No, no, no. He just announced it. He just announced it, it yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm... I, I'm I didn't know he had. I didn't know uh, he had like rights to those. I, I would assume. I would have assumed that he left all of that stuff with Renegade Kid when he broke off. No. So when they split up, what ended up happening was uh, his port. His new uh, company, Atui, has all of the 2D IPs. So okay. like Zeo Drifter and all that. 
and the other like one has like dementium, dementium and, and the 3D uh, stuff. Moon. The stuff that, in my opinion, wasn't anywhere near as good. Dementium was okay. Yeah, but it wasn't a Zeo Drifter or it was anything. not Zeo Drifter. I, I don't know. I, I just think his 2D stuff is so much better. Yeah, yeah. I think you can um, tell like that's where that's where his we're, we're talking about Jules like. Watson. He's a he's an indie dev that Tony and I follow pretty closely. Um, I think you can tell that his passion is in the 2D platforming genre. Because the yeah, stuff that sure he makes there, the stuff that he makes there, I feel really bad that I haven't picked up Chicken Wiggle yet because it actually does look really charming and cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't pick it up either. Just everything that he makes in in that style is just so well thought out. Dope. Um, yeah. The soundtrack, the art style, like everything, the gameplay controls are tight. Like it's just they're great, great games. Yeah. Um, Another great game was Slime Sand, and we learned that the title will be getting free DLC called Blackbird's Kraken within the next two months, as well as a demo on the eShop. The free <laughs> DLC will, f- will feature a new campaign with its own story and boss, 25 new levels with New Game Plus, a new hub world, new minigames, new target modes, new settings, online leaderboards for all levels, and more. So really, really big update for that game. And that That's game cool. already has a lot. That's huge. Is this free DLC or yeah, paid it's all free. DLC? No, all, all free. Oh, all shit. free. Yeah. Have there? This is an odd question, but has there been paid DLC for the Nintendo eShop on Switch yet? Um, Zelda. Yeah. Had the uh, oh, DLC. yep. You're right. I Mario forgot. Mario Rabbids. Yep. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was Tondo like, how are they doing that? Is... True. Okay. Uh, Nintendo shares have now hit a 10-year high with the company's share, which the company has not seen. Uh, shares is valuable since the glory days of the Wii. It's so good. Yeah. Don't stop now, baby. Yeah. Oh, they're not. You it's know why? 49 plus now, 49.60. I'm going to go to the next recording. bit, and this goes right into the next bit of news. They're not about to stop because Nintendo is gearing up to launch the popular Switch in China, which oh, is a really big right. deal. The country uh-huh. has no tor- the country Hasn't has they tourists. had a ban on consoles for like decades yeah yeah but the band got lifted really? that was one of the bits of news we had like last year or earlier this year so this uh, is their this is their first official i remember back in the day they had this like weird like plug into your tv loophole type thing that played yeah. mario 64 and other n64 games mm-hmm. which i got kind of jealous of because it was like i want that it has had a weird controller too but anyways uh, well, the country has notoriously strict rules about video games, so Nintendo's partnered up with Chinese company Tencent to bring its games to the market. Uh, when the Switch launches in China in December, it'll have localized versions of Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That'll be in 2018. Um, okay. Odyssey will be, you know, day and date, uh, I imagine, but uh, Breath of the Wild will be 2018. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will be localized for launch day. And many other titles. Uh, in addition, a bunch of games on the eShop will also be available in China, including Puyo Puyo Tetris, Sonic Forces, and more. So Dude, they're gonna cool. they're gonna have a pretty pretty good lineup. I mean, especially with a Mario game, they're gonna have to wait for Zelda a little bit longer. I don't know if it's early 2018 or what. Um, Do you think they're editing it for like content inclusion or what? No, I think they just they have to localize all of the, you know, oh, all the of files, the the, the dialogue. Oh, stuff oh, like that. But, yeah, but that Nintendo always Nintendo always is one of those companies where they always do take the time to localize and change things and in game assets to like tailor them for specific regions and countries. So like right. there's jokes in, in games like Earthbound that we wouldn't get here in the States, so they tweak all that and, and change yeah, it. That's and, what the 
Treehouse is so that's good. That's what Treehouse does. Yeah, they're yeah. phenomenal at that. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, localizing a game takes time, and a game like Breath of the Wild is going to take a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I've got some industry news. Image and form. Wait, I got uh, I got another Nintendo thing. Go for it. Um, kind of as is the story with most games that are coming out on Switch. Um, the publisher of The Flame and the Flood said that it is the launch of that has been has seen better sales on Switch than any other platform oh, that it's yeah, been released yeah. for. Which I'm intrigued I, by that game. I'm considering picking it up for Switch. I have it for PC, uh, and I honestly, like, I know we say this a lot, but the way that game works, um, it's it's like a, like, island-to-island roguelike type game, so you kind of, you go to an island, you spend some time there, you... Wait, what game is this? The Flame and the Flood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that the portable, I can pick it up, play a thing, put it down, walk away type, and key take it with me. I think that the fact that that's on Switch is a much better home for that mm-hmm. than I than it was on PC. Um, so I think that I'm actually, I'm, I don't know, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about me saying this, but I might pick that up before I pick up Stardew. Uh, um, that's fine. Um, that's bother uh, me. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, here's the thing. There are so many. There are so many good games on Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have. Yeah. At least if, five games on Switch that I could go to and spend an entire day playing. If anybody's right now. still yeah. saying they're not buying Nintendo stuff because it doesn't have games, they can they're, they eat can eat a, it. You can eat a dick because. Yeah. And on, another bit of news too, real <laughs> you are quick, not paying is attention that, if that's you, the case. Yeah. Is that uh, from what we've heard, Nintendo is really pushing for more mature rated games as well on their platform. Well, that's why we're getting Doom. They, they want Yeah, they want to break away from that image of being only kids and only family friendly. Yeah. Um, which is cool. They're going back to like their glory days. Well, not glory days per se, but the N64 days where you had like Torok and Torok 2 and speaking of that, Goldeneye um, and stuff. Bethesda said, I don't know if this is also a good or bad thing, but um, Bethesda said that we should kind of look to the Doom port as kind of a basis for what Wolfenstein 2 will be like for Switch. I had a feeling. I know. I guess like when that comes out, we can get our hands on it and judge how it plays and looks. But it, I'm assuming it'll be a, a very close, you know, engine rehash of, of that when, when that comes out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, man. Um, oh, if you want to get uh, WWE 2K18 on Switch, make sure you have a lot of space on your oh, SD gosh. card. Yeah, it's a 32 gig download. Dude, on brutal. Top, on top of one, for your SD card, on top of, you requi- it requires one gig on uh, internal memory for your game save. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the thing that worries me the most is the game saves. Like um, that game is a gig. You have two K eighteen NBA two K eighteen, which is five gigs, which is horrendous. Yeah, I you have. You I don't have, think they can avoid changing the data structure on that to allow you to save stuff to the sd card in the future like i feel like an update has to address that because so many of these huge so many of these high profile games demand so much of the internal hard drive that you're going to run out so quick yeah like i I, to the point where you might not even be able to do updates because you won't have enough cache data i'm going to be honest i kind of wish that they had some kind of restriction on the size of game saves right because then that would lead me to believe that cloud saves are definitely more likely to come not that they aren't now, but the fact that like 
Like on my PS4, I look and most of my game saves are 10 and a half megabytes. Right. Which not all of them are. And, you know, they still have cloud save support, but most of them are. Like, and, I wish there was a, hey, right. you should hit this target for sure. Development, Maybe there for, is. development for Switch is a very new thing, so one could assume yeah, that this will, this will improve over time. Uh, but still, yeah, like, those are demanding a lot. Quick question. So, Do either one of you guys have the recap up? Uh, uh, not no. Could one of you pull it up and take it from here? We're at industry news. Uh, I just need to get some water and feed my cat. Because uh, the yes. wife is gone. Let me get there before you disappear. We'll edit it so it doesn't sound like we're not prepared. I, I have it up right we now. We are not, I'm not editing all that. No, that's okay. not happening. Will, Great. we're doing it live. We're doing it live. I have um, go, You go. Well, I'm trying to get it up, but... Where do we leave <laughs> off? Oh. Industry news. Uh, Image Inform, the developers Boom. behind the excellent Steam World Dig 2 have announced a speedrunning contest in partnership with the team uh, Old Time Decathlon. I don't know if supposed to be Decathlon? Ultimate and Tony can't spell, but... We'll go with Old Time While he's Decathlon. gone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make fun of him for that sounds good. a terrible speller. Tony's <laughs> spelling is atrocious. The contest will take place between September 24th and December 3rd, 2017. It is free to enter and any uh, open to anyone who wants to take the challenge or be part of the amazing community of SteamWorld Dig 2 speedrunners. Have you Players... seen these speedruns, dude? No. They're so fast. Somebody finished the game in like 40 minutes. That's nuts. Yeah, the whole game, 40 minutes. I guess it's any percent, so yeah. I mean, whatever that means. But that, still, whole speed running, that whole speedrunning thing is like the fact that people can beat Super Mario World in like eight minutes flat or something is it's just dumb. nuts to me. It's, it's dumb. nuts. I like watching them for games that I finished though, because I like, like watching oh, like shit. the tool assisted ones where they have like bots that can do like crazy ass shit to get yeah. through stuff super quick. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, EA has received backlash from fans. Should uh, we hold off on getting too far into this one so we can talk about it? Yeah, I'll skip this. News? Mass okay. Effect Andromeda will make its way to EA access sometime between now and the end of the year on both PC and Xbox One. That's remarkable because that game's less than a year old, and it's already that, going to a uh, subscription base, which is crazy. Uh, well, I mean, they, they ran into a lot of garbage back when it actually dropped, so... It's not a good not game, that's super why. super surprising that they yeah. want to do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, PUBG, we talked about. Oculus Rift and Touch Bundle has received a permanent price cut to $399, um, which is pretty good, because that actually includes... that's. Both of the handsets and the headset. If I was one of the people that bought that when it was like eight ninety nine or whatever, I'd, I'd be, be really super pissed. Mad. Like that's yeah. like eight hundred, like eight hundred ninety nine, like fifty percent off to permanently stay at fifty. Four hundred dollar early adopter fee, dude. I forgot yeah. this how much it cost. Get wrecked. Yeah. Uh, over the past, few, okay, that's another loot box thing. So we'll get to that later. Yeah, we're a while there. back, Games Media reported that changing your skin color in South Park fractured butthole would result in the game's <laughs> difficulty being harder. This is now confirmed as false, according Seriously? to Games Radar. It is a purely cosmetic thing, uh, but it, they do draw attention to it. But it doesn't actually like garbage. It doesn't actually increase the difficulty. A lot of people uh, actually I thought that would have been. A lot of people were bummed out because I thought that'd be a really great political statement. That was such know? a good political statement. Yeah, but. Maybe maybe it just says difficult mode, and then you get to actually choose how hard you want the game to be. Yeah. No, it doesn't affect it at all. It's purely, uh, purely cosmetic, they said. Lame. I mean, uh, all right, I get it, but still. I, I expected more from South Park. I expected them to hold to their guns. 
All right. Well, um, I think that's all the news. Do you guys want to talk about the big news? What's the big news? Which is the one that we skipped. You're having a baby? I'm not having a baby. The EA tov, has been receiving <laughs> fan backlash from players for the inclusion of microtransactions uh, called Star Cards in Battlefront 2. If you don't address it, I can roll through it. These Star Cards <laughs> offer upgraded versions of basic stats and abilities for the multiplayer mode and are crucial for anyone who wants to develop the most powerful characters and ships possible, which is lame. The issue is they're only obtainable through random loot drops that players can purchase outright using in-game currency called credits. Those looking to upgrade as fast as possible have the option to buy them with real cash, so it emphasizes the much-loathed pay-to-win style that's been plaguing the industry. And this is true. This is um, something that they saw in the beta. People were hoping that they wouldn't be present in the beta, but it is. Um, it sounds like EA has tried to address this and said, well, actually, the loot drop rate of these is really difficult, and the price per credits doesn't guarantee that you're going to get a loot crate that has this item, but it does technically increase your I, chances. Yeah. I think people are just pissed that it is something where this, what really is a gamble, has the potential to affect the gameplay, which doesn't seem fair. In a huge way. It has a, uh, has a pa uh, way to do it. You can't counter this. It's not like... yeah. It's like one of these cards is a ship, um, a ship-borne airstrike with like five times damage. Right. Right. And I guess yes, you only get to use the card one time in one game. But like, if you have a whole bunch of these because you've thrown a shit ton of money at it, you're gonna win every you're time. Gonna, you're gonna have yeah, and that's kind of the same thing, which is why I don't play the Warzone in Halo Five because. Yeah. Those burn cards that you get make a huge difference in the play, and the amount of burn cards that you have is encouraged by giving them real money, which is a shitty thing to do. Um, I agree. Luckily, that's segregated to a specific mode in Halo. Like I've said before, it's not mm -hmm. the main game like Battlefront 2. But Battlefront 2, that's the game. That's yeah. the game. You play it. Uh, I, I And I think they have they released that statement that was like, hey, we heard you. I think the quote's um, at the bottom. You can read it out. Uh, I don't have the recap up. Uh, it's okay. It, they said ESRB does not consider loot boxes to be gambling. No, that's a different thing. That's that's yeah. actually that's an actual ESRB. Thing. Did you guys oh, read about? Did you guys no. read that? Yeah, we'll get to that afterwards. Yeah, we'll we're still talking about the EA. Let me pull up the EA statement real quick. You guys keep yeah. talking. Yeah, EA. I feel like is just we we. I think we were in the chat talking about it together, saying maybe the devs actually tried to fight against this, and then the producers were like, no, you're going to do it this way and you're going to suck it up. And then, you know, the devs had to come back and be like, look, see, here's the negative aspect that we're trying to <clears throat> okay. warn you about. So I've got the statement up right here. Yeah. Um, so they said a little bit, you know, we were listening to you coming out of the beta. We were, we're looking at things and adjusting things and making sure it's right for everybody. But they said, we know you have a lot of questions about crates and progression, so we want to clarify a few things as the complete system for uh, loot boxes was not in the beta and will continue to be tuned over time. Hmm. Uh, the bullet points they said are, there are many things you can earn in the game, including weapons, attachments, credits, star cards, emotes, outfits, and victory poses. As a balance goal, we're working towards having the most powerful items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements. And I think that is the most important thing here, is they're kind of backstepping on a little bit. giving game-changing items in burn cards like you actually have to play the game to earn that card exactly yeah uh crates will include a mix of star cards outfits emotes and victory poses meaning crates will no longer include guns or powers that could affect your gameplay it's all basically cosmetic 
Okay, um, so they're moving towards cosmetic playstyle. Star cards potentially would still affect the game, but mm. not like guns and stuff. That's uh, true. Players earn crates by completing challenges and other gameplay milestones or purchasing them with in-game credits or crystals, the premium currency. If you duplicate a star card in a crate, you will get crafting parts, which you can then use to help upgrade the star card of your choice. And lastly, you have to earn the right to be able to upgrade star cards for to most, unlock most weapons. You can only upgrade or unlock them if you had reached a high enough rank, which is determined by playing the game. Which means you have to put your hours in regardless before you even if you get cards that do things you have to have played the game and reached a certain point where before it'll make a difference right so okay you know that does well, that does sound like that they're trying to address it it sounds like they're trying to address it but still maintain that annoying frustrating muscled in microtransaction thing that's kind of sweeping the industry right now well there is one company that has been doing an exceptional job with loot boxes who's that uh, one that would be Overwatch yeah. and Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of companies that are doing loot boxes the right way. And in my opinion, it should be loot boxes should be no more than cosmetic in nature. Yeah. If they, the minute they affect the way the game is played, they are lost on me. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't want to have to compete with somebody else's wallet when I'm playing online. It's really, 100%. really stupid for things that are single player. You know, like um, the Shadow of War, the Lord of the Rings game that just came out, it has microtransactions and loot crates. It does? It does. It gives you, like, epic items and outfits in but the game. But it's single player. But it is a single player experience. So, so that's that, what, that is one thing. Uh, that bothers me, but I don't I don't think I give a crap too much. Yeah, yeah. The, just, yeah, like I said before, the minute that you, you introduce that barrier I would, I to compete. multiplayer, it's just stupid. I want to compete with your wallet, but I want to compete with your wallet for the witch skin that Mercy has, so that I can be like, shit, I gotta look like that. So you think I should be able to like wager my skins and? That could be oh, interesting. that'd be badass. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Be yeah. like, what do you get if you win? I think that at that skin? point, though, it kind of. What do you get if you lose? It uh, mm. kind of crosses some shady. That's definitely is this kind gambling of real mode, gambling. Though. Yeah, that's, that's for sure gambling. That's like that's like websites are built on those kind of wagers and reselling and stuff and that's so that's true all right so maybe, I guess maybe not. Could, not it's a it's a novel <laughs> idea but a very exploitable idea i guess is is where we're going with that perhaps perhaps um, not for now we'll yeah. back away from that one yeah just loot boxes are everywhere now and they're for the most part to me you know i'm of the mindset that like you don't need them i, I say that but i've dropped at I least 80 extra too. dollars into yeah. overwatch for loot boxes Totally worth it. Outside of Overwatch, there aren't very many games where I will put that kind of any kind of money into that kind of stuff. I will just mm -hmm. play the game as it is. But there are times where the purchasing of loot boxes is encouraged so highly that the amount of time that you have to put into a game to even come close to that level isn't fair, especially yeah, as a working adult. You know. Yep. Um, I, I don't. I don't want to have to put. You know, if, if I have to put in 90 hours of gameplay to get something I could throw $20 at you and get immediately, that's why that's designed that way. Because it's, okay, it's accessible, but that just ruins games. If they have an impact on the story, if they have an impact on the yeah. outcome. Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. I would agree. What about this ESRB thing? Uh, so the ESRB decided that they are not classifying loot boxes as gambling. Okay. Um, their official statement was that 
While there's an element of chance in the mechanics, the player is always guaranteed to receive in-game content, even if the player unfortunately receives something they don't want. Uh, we think of it as a similar principle to collectible card games. Sometimes you'll open a pack and get a brand new holographic card you've had in your eye for a while, but other times uh, you'll end up with a pack of cards you already have. Uh, it, I understand both sides of, of that argument, you know? Yeah. The thing with trading cards is... I guess, you know, they don't restrict gameplay the way yeah. that loot boxes potentially can. Um, like I was just saying, with with loot boxes having that potential increase of, of me needing to play the game before I can be on the same level as somebody else playing, that right. that is where that kind of gets a when little... it affects when it affects your ability to progress because you haven't put money in and the other person has. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So but at the same time, you know, like they said, you are getting something regardless. So like I don't I don't think that I would qualify it as gambling. I would qualify it as shady practice, sure, but Yeah. If the SRB says it, then I guess good enough for me. I guess that's the where we are. Yeah, I I see both sides to it. I mean, I didn't have, yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say because I don't play. Most of the games I play don't really have loot boxes, and if they do, I tend to ignore them. Right. Um, I can see it's, why you guys do it for Overwatch though, because there's so many cool things you have the chance of there's getting. There's a lot of cool things. Yeah. Yeah, and it it, it makes exactly zero percent impact on the game, except for the fact that you're kill streak or whatever i look cool or my guy can you do a new wave badass or yeah. i have this spray paint that looks funny like or another yeah. taunt or whatever like it's just yeah. it's just fun none of it's, none of it matters and you don't need any of it to win it's just unfortunate that it's we're seeing this this thing that has swept through mobile gaming now but it's a it's insanely effective as a money-making venture that's exactly why it. that's exactly why it's showing up but it's just it's micro it's now beginning to infect the rest of the gaming industry which i i think it's good that people are being so vocally opposed to it yeah um i think that what that does for pr alone will force them to kind of correct it in the future or at least think about the impact, like, okay, cool, we can do it this way, but we're going to lose X right. amount of percent of sales. Right, at some point you have to think about, like, okay, I have this small percentage of, of sharks that throw shit ton of money into the game, mm -hmm. but what is that doing to our reputation? What, right. what, at what point does that... Are we hurt even though we're making, you know, 100 well, extra K per game? Well, here's the thing. It's, it's really hard for us to argue the point that maybe they're hurting because at the end of the day say what you want about game devs and their desire to make a, a quality title and their desire to, to bring to life a project that they dream about and like want to play this game mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's a job you are there to make money it's a business yeah it's yeah. a business and if i could make a game where you're going to tell me you're going to make two hundred thousand additional dollars doing it this way versus right. yeah and i not. think that it's important to address like Okay, I don't this, know that this I wouldn't do it. This isn't necessarily the dev's decision. It, you know, in a situation like EA, they they have clearly said, "Okay, we hear you. We're trying to make it right." So it sounds right. to me like this decision to have these kind of uh, repugnant microtransactions were from higher above them. You know, kind of forced on them. Well, here's the thing: microtransactions. I think this may be a questionable statement but i don't know that microtransactions in and of themselves are bad but i do think 
that microtransactions that you are forced to get. I think when are they, bad. yeah, when when they, if they're optional, if you if you you can get them if you want to, they're there for you. Cool. Maybe I will. But yeah. If they're like, yeah, you basically have to pay another five dollars. Yeah, and that's just game. beating a dead horse by saying it again. But like, yeah, enhancing the gameplay is fine, but borderline necessity that's where it becomes yeah questionable deal. yeah yeah or when the hours required to get all the things are actually prohibitive like yeah. you're not going to put a thousand hours into the game even though you could get everything by putting a thousand hours into the game nobody's right. going to do that right well um so then this final question for you guys is are you going to buy battlefront 2 at launch nope no definitely not me neither I've got too many other games I want to play. Like uh, there are so many games that I want to play. Not I'm not buying not buying it because of like the microtransaction yeah, fiasco think, or anything. I just yeah. playing the beta, it didn't really capture my attention outside of the fact that it was cool Star Wars. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, felt, I, I could see I could see myself playing it for kind of like a Destiny type thing where I play it for a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And I just I, I think I'm. I, I think if I get it, I'm gonna get it uh, hard copy. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm gonna and do what I did with Destiny's Return. That shit. Later. I think that between Mario and Xenoblade Chronicles and a select few other titles, the rest of my year is kind of spoken for. Probably not to mention your new purchase DLC of Alien Isolation Crew Expendable for nine cents. Yeah, nonsense. I gotta check that out. Yeah, you do. Hey, P- P.S. Everybody out there listening, if you have the original game on Humble Bundle, we didn't talk about this piece of news. Humble Bundle is now owned by. IGN. IGN. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes this last week. Um, Yeah. You know, they released this very excited statement about it, which, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. We'll see what happens there. You know, like becoming acquired by a larger company often brings different kinds of demands which have to affect your product. Yep. So that if that happens in a negative way, then I think that they're going to hear about it from a lot of unsatisfied people who have been humble loyalists. I've been oh, totally. to humble. I've bought totally so many things loyalist. from humble. They're great. Oh, yeah, it's great. They're really good. Yeah. I, I've spent way more money than I should have with them, but they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, no long story short, the, the DLCs for alien are all $5 a pop, but right now they're on sale for a dollar. So I think they should continue to be on sale. So pick that up. Go ahead. All right, well, how about you do your spiel, and then I have a question for each of us. Okay. Uh, Well, if you have ever listened to our cast before, you know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway because I love telling you. You can reach out to us in a plethora of different ways. Uh, You can find us on our Twitter, at Pixel Raider. You can find us on Facebase. Uh, You can find us on Instagram. You can find us wherever the hell you want to. If you just Google Pixel Raider, we are there. We are also available on this podcast from a many different podcast registry outlets. Um, So pick the podcast outlet you like and listen to us there. You can also stream us live on PixelRaider.com, which is our website. We have news and reviews all of the time. If you want to talk about any of the games we mentioned today or any games that we haven't mentioned that you want to hear us talk about, you can tweet at us, you can Facebook at us, and you can email us even at podcast at PixelRaider.com. We love to talk to you, and you should do it because not very other many people are doing it. Uh, So be the one to write in. And if you wanted to say thank you for making such a quality podcast where it feels like you're in the room with us because that's what we aim for, go to iTunes and leave us a nice five-star review on our podcast whenever you have a second. And I bet that second is right now before the next podcast starts. So thank you for your contribution. 
of time. Tony, back to you. Very nice. Uh, so, shout Will's out. Will's actually a robot, by the way. He, he is. How it's so easy for him <laughs> to spit that off. Shout out to friend of the show, Rich. Uh, Rich Yo. Handler. Handler. Uh, his, his wife surprised him and got him a Switch. Oh, baller, dude. Yeah, so... Finally, uh, welcome to the world of the future. Yeah, so he's been... Uh, he, he put away the Wii U, and he's been playing that. He has Zelda. So I wanted to ask you, recommend one game to him, each of you. Like, what what one game would you recommend? On the Nintendo Switch? Assuming that Breath of the Wild is already in his arsenal? It is. He has that. Um, maybe say, Splatoon 2. Okay. Mario vs. Rabbids, dude. That's... That game's really good. It is. There's a there's so many there's different so titles many good out games, there. Yeah. It's really hard to like narrow it down, but if you're looking for a quality I can play at any time, you shoot people, but you're not enjoying like that. You're you're actually just enjoying running around in the game. Splatoon 2 is really badass. Uh, the controls work really well for the Switch. It totally sells the portability of it. Um yeah, but Mario vs. Rabbit is a close second. That's a that's a quality title. Mm-hmm. That's a quality title. Uh, I'm going to take it in a slightly different direction. I think if you want to play something with your wife, mm-hmm. uh, pick up Snipper Clips. Oh, you know what? I would actually veto that and say pick up Overcooked instead. How does it run? Does it run better now? I think it runs better now. Okay. I haven't tried. But for the first, I'll tell you what. I played Snipper Clips with my wife for about two hours. I've played six hours of Overcooked with my wife. Yeah, that's uh, so I give that, over. If that tells you anything, yeah. <laughs> we, we very much enjoy cooking too. stuff. Yeah, it's simple controls. It's really easy. Snipper clips is fun, and they pitch it that way, and it's a great title. But there is there's like kind of a, almost a learning curve to it, and like you kind of have to want to continue to get to the next level, and sometimes you just kind of want to zone out. Yeah, and and manage dishes instead. Well, there you go, Rich. So. We got some suggestions for you. Enjoy them, buddy. And that concludes episode 85 of Pixel Raiders Land Party. I'm See glad you, you next sat time. down and listened with us. I'm Antonio. I'm Will. I'm Tristan. And, and you we'll can find you us on the net. Yeah, on the yep. net. Yep, on the <laughs> I don't net. Know. He already gave the Talk spiel. Talk about crashing and burning. I gave the yeah, spiel. Really. No, it never crashes and burning. Just end it now. See I you guys next you guys. week for episode 86. Uh-huh. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Good job, Will. Thanks. Good job. Crap.